0: I've titled, as I mentioned earlier, this, this song, sorry, this song, this message from the title of the song. Uh, and I'm just going to get that ready for you now. Your love welcomes me. Isn't that a great picture just right now, wherever you're sitting, wherever you're contemplating, whatever you're working with, that his love, it welcomes me. I know uh, my story in 88 was very much about God reaching in and welcoming me with his love at a prayer meeting, not knowing it was a prayer meeting. I thought it was half, a place for, I don't know, half price on drinks. And I, lo and behold, I thought they must do that at church. I didn't know. I wasn't sure what they were doing. And I rock in and I walk in there and lo and behold, there's a prayer meeting. And at the end of it, I, an hour or so into that, I decided uh, to confess and give my life to Jesus and never planned that day that would happen, never thought that would happen. It was called our power. power. Thank you. It was. That's what probably confused me a little bit. But I, I found a new resource of power, not in the things that we can eat and drink, and get, but certainly a substance that comes only from Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. And I know many of you have as well. So thank you today to witness this day. Thank you to to share your faith and your love uh, in, in celebration together of Jamie Lee going through the waters, as we say, of baptism. Today you may be sitting here. Maybe you've been sitting here for a long time. Maybe 100 years. Maybe. Or maybe just 100 minutes or 100 seconds. If you're new here today, We want to encourage you in this service. This church environment may feel a little bit different, as you've already noticed. You may not be familiar with our setting or what's happening or what's going on. Yet for many of us, we do have one thing in common, and that is our lives being changed because of Jesus Christ, because of his life in us. What a wonderful promise. The baptism, we know, is a sacrament. It is something that is given from God to us. It is something that is holy. And it points to God, not to us, not to man, not to woman, not even to the act, but it extends and reminds us of this grace that is extended towards us. See, a sacrament is really God's gift to us, and a sacrifice is our gift to God. And they both marry together. There are different ideas and thoughts and expressions of this inward transformational shift that occurs in our lives. Sometimes it's immediately noticed in people, but sometimes it's not always noticeable, but eventually it is, if we do the journey. Because like baptism, like the empowering of the Holy Spirit, like putting on Christ, like walking in love, like ministering to one another with psalms and songs in the Spirit, these are all expressions of grace that is unravelling in our lives. And that's what it today reminds us of. All of these have one thing in common. The walk of every believer is that we are to become empty so that he can fill us. As life itself can empty us, this is a wonderful opportunity where we learn and are ministered together amongst uh, one another. It's a wonderful picture. In a book I read recently titled It Takes a Church to Baptise, author and New Testament theologian and professor Scott McKnight, it's it's an amazing book, emphasises that baptism has less to do with us, and you've been hearing that this morning, and more to do with God in us. Baptism is announcing that the one who's baptised is God's child. Baptism has its focus shortly on the Lord, Baptism is about what God is doing, not what I am doing or what you are doing. He goes on to say that baptism is an act of God in which God does what only God can do. God is the agent of baptism. And we should celebrate today, and we should, in part, definitely celebrate Jamie Lee on her commitment and her decision to make this journey. And we should celebrate each other, but the celebration really is pointed squarely at the Lord. We should be having a sense of air of, of celebration of look what God can do. Look what he is doing. And how many more lives are to be reached because God loves every person. No matter where you're born, no matter if you have money or not, no matter if you're rich, poor or other, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've got fancy clothes or you had to go and borrow clothes off someone to wear. It doesn't matter. God doesn't look at that. He looks at you and He says, I love you. But we must choose. We must choose to do things right. We must choose to, to ask God to enable us to live this life. And yeah, we will fail. I've failed 100,000 times. But I still know that God is with me. And we, we get back up and we try again and we start again. Today, It is our witness to see this public confession of Jamie Lee. A real sense of freshness of her testimony, one of grace that knows no bounds. Well, this song, let's have a look at this. This is a song. The lyrics go like this, and they may come up on the screen, but if not, I'm happy to read them out. But it says, this is what I cling to. This is what I know. Everything means nothing without this truth I hold. My shame will not define me, the grave has lost its hold, a new life set before me, the old is dead and gone. Jesus I am found in, all that you have done, I am a new creation, it's all because of love. Your mercy triumphs over judgment, all my sin defeated, by the power of your cross at Calvary, my faults don't mean a thing. They're great words. Great words we could have on the door every day just to remind us of how much we need him, how much he loves us and how much our responsibility is just to be willing to yield. Willing to say, Lord, not my will but your will. Willing to admit, I don't know and I don't know if I have the strength to walk in this situation or this moment or this whatever. But I know that you are with me. That was the psalmist's declaration. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. That's the declaration, isn't it today? That will be Jamie Lee's declaration that you know what, it it, it can be be tough, it can be challenging, but he is with me. Your love welcomes me is a vivid picture of love on display. Today, many of us can reflect on the moment of how God's love has been shared abroad into our own hearts. Our role is to follow. Our role is to walk closely in obedience. Our role, as I said, to yield ourselves to trusting Jesus when it seems impossible to trust. But it feels like that. To hope in Jesus when it feels like maybe your hope has evaporated. In Romans 5, 5 to 8, it says this, and hope does not put us to shame. Hope does not put us to shame. Some people, if you're hoping in the wrong things, it'll put you to shame. But the hope that the Bible is speaking about, this divine presence of hope that's offered to each one of us because of Jesus, because of God's love, it does not put us to shame. That is powerful. That's a sermon series right there. There is no shame like the song said. So many people are afraid to enter into church, afraid to talk maybe with Christians, maybe to talk about their sins and their struggles because there's so much shame. But God's hope does not shame us because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who he has given us. Verse 6. You see, it was just at the right time, when we were still powerless. See, it's not about you. This is not about us. It's about Him, what God is doing through us. And at the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. This is interesting. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Very rarely. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But in verse 8, it says this, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. So when I mess up and I don't know and I don't understand what's happening in life or my life or my world or my relationships or my spaces, I come back to this. I hope that does not produce shame. I hope that's not founded in my own strength and my own abilities and my own comprehension. But there is a hope and there is a grace that is at work in my life and in your life that sometimes we just don't see it because we're too busy and we're too preoccupied and we're too caught up with the demands of life. I was reading something the other day. It was pretty morbid, really. Um, I said to Gabe, you know what? And a hundred years no one's gonna remember us. Maybe some family down depends how long we've got before Jesus comes back, but we'll leave that for another topic. But a hundred years, who's gonna remember you? All the work we do, everything that we do, what does it really count for? Everything we work hard for, the house that we work and do, and and all those things, the cars, the things we get, they're gonna be left to somebody else. And if it's not your family, it'll be somebody else, somewhere, someone He's going to live in my house in a 100 years. It won't be me. And I started to think about that. I felt a little depressed, to be honest with you. <laughs> so when you're depressed, don't just go alone. I shared it with Gabe. She didn't get depressed, so that was okay. His love welcomes you. Friends, the world will leave you empty, the world and all that it has to offer, it's all of invitations. We will, it'll leave you wanting more. Trust me, I've been there and I've done that. And there's such a huge price tag attached to it. It will leave you more broken and isolated. The broken world can only offer you what? More brokenness. It'll leave us isolated. It will shame you. It'll ridicule you because it's not my solution, it's not your solution, it's not mankind's solution. We need God's solution. And this is why Jesus came to die for us. He gave his life to set you and I free. As divinity, as the representative of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the supreme being over all and through all, Christ came as God, but as Son incarnate. Jesus, we read, he put on flesh, so that we could understand this God that's hard to understand and know outside of all reality. But here, we get to see him up close and personal. Jesus put on flesh and blood and became fully human. The word incarnation in the Latin is translated the act of being made flesh. He clothed himself. He humbled himself with sinless humanity as the seed of heaven, not from any man, but from heaven itself. And Jesus came to bear witness of who God is and that we can know him personally and in a relationship in a power present related way. When we accept, of course, his invitation to be our saviour and our Lord. I love meeting Kyle a number of weeks ago when he popped into the office. And Kyle was just, never met him, he walked in. And I love how he just, we just had this conversation and I just thought, gee, man, you are, you're awesome. His love for people, his love to see people's lives transformed and redeemed. It wasn't about a badge or a brand or what group you belong to. We were just two brothers meeting for the first time with grace of heaven in our conversation. And it was so sweet. And I texted you back, didn't I? And I said, it's just amazing to meet you. Just sense God all over you, brother. I really do. I really sense that God has called you. All the way from New Zealand, I think it was, isn't it? Yeah. He's called you to New Zealand to be here for for this right moment, this time. And you have such a a large capacity of what God wants to to see and do through you. We're going to see some amazing things that you're just having such an impact on people with your training and your skill set. But most important, who you are in Christ. That's really what people see and that's what changes hearts. So thank you, Kyle, for being who you are. As we learn, it's because of who Jesus is. Jesus himself said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In John 14, 6. He fulfilled all the Lord's requirements of the Old Testament, particularly for covering sin. But better still, in the New Testament, he disempowers sin over our lives. That is the good news. But we have to humble ourselves. Often we we forget, and these are great vivid reminders and occasions that can remind us that it is God working in me. We have to accept what he is doing. We have to accept God's help. And when he reaches out his hand, we have to say, help me, Lord. We do have to humble ourselves. We do have to ask for forgiveness and we have to receive the grace that comes through Jesus. The Bible says to all who received Jesus, he gave the right to become children of God, saved, belonging to God. Friends, as I begin to close, I wanna ask you this and as a church family, it's a great reminder. Maybe sometimes we forget how important it is that we walk closely with the Lord. That we choose the things that he's asking us to choose, we're taking on those things that he's asking us to do. You may have heard this, but I often would like to say that accepting Jesus is as simple as A, B, and C. It's accepting Christ's invitation. What is that invitation? He Christ died for you to set you free, that you don't have to go to a, a Christless eternity, but you can come and be part of His family. This is the promise. B is to believe that He is the Son of God, that He is not just a man and was proven with His resurrection. Many times over, over 11 appearances of Jesus raised from the dead, and note this, it wasn't just the Christians or the new followers of God or of Jesus, or the followers of the way that were, were attesting to this. Historically, it is tested and approved and documented. And then confess and forsake your sins. Let go of everything so you can hold on and hold on to Jesus. It is about surrendering your life. You must acknowledge that when you humble yourself and surrender to his ways, your will to his will, and your desires for his desires, friends, miracles happen. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. I'm going to ask you just to do a couple of things. Today, I don't know who you are. I don't know your story. I don't know your journey. I don't know what you've walked through. I don't know the troubles and the pain and the trials that you're facing right now. And I don't really need to know, but Jesus wants you to know he does. He sees you. He hears you. He watches. He observes and he's working and doing things he can. But he's reaching out most of all to you to say that to accept him, to change your whole life and turn it around is as simple as A, B, C. Accept, believe and confess and then continue on in this journey. Friend, I'm not going to embarrass anybody here today, but as all heads about and eyes closed, I want to ask you from, the, from my left to the right, from the front to the back, if there's anybody here who would want to have a new start, who wants to have an opportunity just like we, we heard earlier of Jamie Lee, that you can speak with us. You can talk with us, So many of us here would know how to share that with you and, and encourage you on the journey to humble yourself, put away your pride, put away the stigma, and to say what is the best decision you could make for your life right now. Friend, I promise you this, it would be to surrender and give your life to Jesus and to trust him on the journey. So I pray for you, whoever you are, whatever the challenge and the battle, whatever the difficult situation, that you will not leave today without feeling encouraged to talk to someone. Maybe there's been shame. Maybe there's been guilt. Maybe there's been a lot of things that have just been weighing you down. Habits, all sorts of things. Maybe wrong association, maybe even wrong people that are, that are not seeing the best of you. I pray for you that Jesus would speak to you today and you would speak afresh and you would hear his voice. He says, if you come to me, if you call on my name, I will hear you and I will answer and I will save you. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. It's easy to put it off for another day or I'll think about it. But if you can, think about this moment, if you understand what it means, and it will ask for commitment, it will ask for a life that is dedicated, it's not a life that just come and go, but if this is you, then I know that as you respond to Jesus in some way today, I pray that you will know the reality of Jesus Christ in your life like never before. So Father, I thank you for these wonderful people today. Thank you for the gift of salvation through Jesus. Thank you that today is a day. And thank you that you offer fullness of life. Not just life, but overcoming fullness of life. Guaranteed in the name of the Son. And so we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.